Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Lion's Den Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about something spicy, something spooky, something crazy, something a little bit... Mm, what's the word that everybody says? Uh, unpolitical? Polit- politically incorrect. That's the word that everybody loves to use. So it's something that's going to be politically incorrect. And if you guys know me, you guys know that I have zero interest in politics. I have zero interest in right-wing, left-wing, Democrat, Republican, all that kind of stuff. And the reason why is because I think it's all a scam, to be honest with you. I think that both sides of the party are just using you in order to get their agendas met. I don't care if you're left-wing, I don't care if you're right-wing. It's, it's all a scam. Politics, if you look at what they were meant to be back in the day, back in 1776 when we signed a Declaration of Independence and all that stuff, I think that's what it was that we signed. Uh, anyway, politics was meant to bring the people together, right? It was meant to be a kind of defense against the government, the people versus them, right? So the government doesn't have all the power. And if you look throughout the years, it's been having a little shift. Where instead of the people working together to create a fair government, it's the government creating parties in order to separate the people. So I think it's a big scam. I think it's a big sham. And I have zero interest in what's going on politically because I know it doesn't really change anything. You know, we can vote, we can do all this stuff, but it all falls back in what the higher powers want. And that's just the truth. It's just a way to keep us distracted. It's a way to keep to make us think that we have some say in what goes on, but we really don't have any say. At least those are my thoughts. And so that's basically where I stand. I'm not political. I just like to live my life. I like to worry about myself. I like to make my own money. I like to be able to provide for my family. You know, do what you want. Just don't affect me in any way and that we're gonna we're gonna be fine okay and that brings me to a big topic okay so as you guys know if you guys haven't listened to my last podcast uh i talked about what has been going on within the past couple months and on my side business um you know working with a few buddies we are purchasing a house putting a lot of investment into it investment of money investment of time investment of um you know our skills and we're going to make a profit out of that investment and in the real estate investment world that's called house flipping okay you buy a house you put some construction into it you rehab it basically and you flip it and make a profit and it's it's not just houses that people do this with you can do it with cars for example you can buy a car, you can put money into it, you can put your time into it, and you can sell it for a profit. Okay, you can go on Craigslist, you can go on OfferUp, find a table worth five bucks. Okay, buy a can of spray paint for three bucks. Okay, now you have eight bucks. You put your time into it, you put your effort into it, you put your abilities and skills into making this table look a little bit better and you sell it for 20 bucks and you make a profit it's basic you know it's the basic easiest way to make money 
is using your skills and your talents and more importantly your time in order to make a profit so that's basically what flipping is and you know we've been in this game since 2016 okay and I was uh, on Instagram no I was actually at the gym with uh, Spencer and he's uh, one of the buddies that's doing the flipping um, you know project with me right now and he shared something from our mentor who is Armando Montalongo and he has basically the same political thoughts as me he doesn't care you know politics are dumb uh, but he said I don't really care about politics but this affects us all and it was something from Bernie Sanders or as I like to call him Bernie Scandals it's a 25% property tax flip or property flip tax there we go so basically this is from his website berniesanders.com which I think is pretty funny because if you go to the website um, and you're looking at, at a computer and you look at the tab at the very top it shows a little bird with like a white head hair I thought that was pretty funny but anyway so this is directly from his website it says Bernie Scandals wants to place a 25% house flipping tax on speculators who sell a non-owner occupied property if sold more than it was purchased within five years of purchase okay non-occupied property let's say you have a rental property okay you bought it 10 years ago for two hundred thousand dollars it's just a simple two bed two bath or three bed two bath we can say rental property within those 10 years the purchase the price of your home is raised okay because that's the way it goes let's say you buy it for 200 it's now worth 300 okay the tenant moved out and now you want to sell it they're going to put a 25 percent tax on whatever you sell that house for whatever profit you make now let's look at it in the sense of flipping because this is what he basically wants to implement is a 25 percent house flipping tax so the process of flipping goes exactly like this you can either go conventional or hard money which are different types of loans basically it's cash or bank loan um, so bank loan is conventional or FHA and stuff like that and hard money or private investors cash okay you buy a house you do all the paperwork you sign a bunch of stuff it goes under contract you start setting stuff up you start calling people start walking the house start calling contractors start getting material costs start doing a bunch of different stuff it's a long process so within the time that you send an offer and the house is a hundred percent under your name it's set up you got to get everything right once the house is under your name you start going into construction and that's where the planning comes in because you want everything to go and fall into each other you're not gonna paint the house first you know you're gonna do that close to last because drywallers come in electrical comes in you got HVAC coming in you got a bunch of people that have to do their stuff before you can even paint it's just the whole process basically two weeks later two weeks to a month later 
the house is complete, you put it back on the market, and you make a little profit, okay? And for the most part, the houses you buy are distressed homes. You're never going to buy a house that has no potential ARV or after repair value, okay? You want your ROI to be at least, at least 20 grand, okay? ROI return on income because you're putting you know 25 to 30 grand into the house anyways minimum on a small flip okay you want to make at least half of your money back because you put your time into it that's what you're paying for is your time now of course with bigger flips and you know going more modern and stuff like that you can pay upward of seventy thousand dollars in construction but the profit you make is better so it's just the whole thing now let's 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 go through a scenario Okay, you purchase a house for, I'm just going to put easy numbers, you know, to make this as easy to follow. You purchase a house for 200000 okay? You look at the comps, you know, the comparable houses of, you know, square footage, you know, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, style of home, neighborhoods, things like that. And the comps are around 280 So your total profit right there, without doing anything, if you buy the house... And sell it without putting anything and if you're able to sell it at 280 is 80 grand you're gonna make 80 grand off that but you have to remember you have to put at least 25 grand into construction into it so from that 80 you take off 20 okay so from that 80 you take off 20 now you have 60 oh what's this oh you have to pay realtor fees that's at least six percent on a two hundred thousand dollar home that's about 12 grand or something like that um yeah it's about 12 grand so you take 12 out of the 60 now you have 48 oh what's this oh you have to pay a bunch of closing costs as well which are about five points or five thousand to ten thousand dollars okay so instead of making um you know 45 now you're at or 48 now you're at did i say 48 45 basically you're gonna be like at 25 okay because you take at least 10 after that you're gonna be at 35 so now you make a potential profit of 35 grand and there's already a current tax on selling any type of home it's like 12% so 12% of your after a per value which is 280 is let's just say 10% is 28 grand so you take 28 out of the 35 that you're going to make you're basically not making any money and now bernie scandals wants to put a 25 percent house flipping tax on whatever money you make so the numbers i threw out there were pretty standard you know you can there's always ways to lower that so you're able to maximize your profits um, but the minimum profit for flipping a house if you do it the correct way if you do it the way that we do it is 20 grand minimum okay so you're making about 20 grand in a month, which seems like a lot of money, but it's 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 not as much as as it seems, you know. Now, if you have a 25% tax on that 20 grand, you're losing 5k per flip. So let's say you flip 10 houses a year. That's $200,000 in a year, which is a decent living. It's not a lot of money. You know, you have doctors and stuff like that that make that type of money. And you're taking 25% of that 200,000. That's 50 grand. 
So now you're making 150. You're basically losing a ton of money for no reason other than being smart. Okay. And on top of that, he wants to impose a 2% empty homes tax on the property value of vacant owned homes to bring more units into the market curb uh, to use of housing as speculative investment. This is from his website. So basically an extra 2% tax on top of the 25. So that's 27. Okay. That's the first thing that I read on his website. And that's the thing that's going to affect everybody who's looking into being a real estate investor. Okay. I have no care in politics, but this affects my business. It affects me personally, right? So I, I kept reading his website. And I saw something, and this is it, word for word, it says, end exclusionary and restrictive zoning ordinances and replace them with zoning that encourages racial, economic, and disability integration that makes housing more affordable. So I take that as, you know, you can afford a house that you can afford. It's not the, it's not the point that, a house, that housing is not affordable. It is. You can buy a house that's within your means. Okay, I think back when I was um, working as an electrician, I was making like, I don't know, 17 an hour or something like that. It wasn't a lot of money. And I went to a loan officer to get a prequel for a house. And with 17 an hour, he gave me a prequel for 250 grand or like 230 grand or something like that. As of right now. February 25th, 2020, 220 grand can get you a decent house. It can get you a three bedroom, two bathroom house in a class C neighborhood easily. And the payments will be like a thousand bucks a month. And if you're making 17 an hour, you, you're making more than a thousand bucks a month to invest into this. You're making probably 14, 1500 a month, I would say. Cause that leaves you 500 bucks to do a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but there also is a ton of stuff that's implemented as of right now in order for you to be able to purchase a house. You know, technically, you're supposed to put down like 10 to 20% as a down payment for the house. Uh, but if you're a first time home buyer, in many cases, most of us, you know, younger people are first time home buyers. There's a certain type of FHA loan that you're able to use that will cover the closing cost. Okay, so there's a lot of stuff that you can do if you ask. Okay, ask your loan officer. Hey, is there something that we can do? Um, you know, as a first time home buyer, he'll give you a bunch of paperwork. You'll sign it. You'll take a little class. Boom. You don't have to pay any down payments. Okay. And if you're making 17 an hour you are able to purchase a little house that's just what it is now let's bump you up to 25 you're making 25 an hour now you're able to buy a bigger house oh now you're making 35 now you're able to make a bigger house oh now you're making 100 an hour oh you're able to buy a bigger house oh now you're put on salary for four hundred thousand dollars a year oh now you're now you're able to buy a bigger house oh you have your own business making a couple million dollars a year now you're able to buy a bigger house it's not the it, i don't know the way i read what what bernie scandals put here on his website is he wants to make housing more affordable, but for who? You're able to afford what you can afford. You're not going to be able to purchase a house 
out of your spending limit. That's just the most common basic economics that there is out there. I don't even know if it's economics, but it's just common sense. If you're making 15 an hour, you're not in a position to purchase a house, rent a townhouse, rent a condo, do something cheaper. You know, here in Arizona, uh, there's a there's some pretty decent little, you know, two bedroom, one bathroom condos out there for like 110 grand. So your payments will be like 500 bucks a month. All you need is a good credit score. I think it's 680 or above in order to get that first time home buyer's assistance. And you're able to purchase a little property. Okay. And the way people do it, this is the most common way to increase um, your investments, basically, is you live in that house for a certain amount of years. Let's say you buy a property for $110,000. You live there for five years. You put five years of payments into that house, which means your loan goes down, you know, the mortgage loan that they gave you. You're going to refinance that house or you can sell it. Okay, there's couple different ways you can do this but the most common ways is you can either sell that property get the equity out of it put that equity down into a down payment for a different house and get a bigger house or you can refinance that property get the equity buy a bigger house and rent your current property out and make monthly income off that and then just continue the cycle that's more of a long-term uh type of thing but anyway I think that there is no such thing as restrictive zoning, okay? And there's this other part here that follows that statement that says, require that reciprocants of federal funding, uh, no, that part's not important, let me see, here we go, provide funding for states that preempt local exclusionary zoning ordinances to make housing more equitable accessible and affordable for all so it's basically the same statement i don't know that's just in my opinion that's dumb you can't make housing more affordable it is what it is there are you know it's the housing market's a bubble as you guys probably or may or may not have noticed in 2007 and 8 there was a burst in that bubble which caused the big old housing scare you know a bunch of people lost their jobs and stuff like that hey but we still here you know we we went through it we got through it and you know after that 2008 the housing prices went down okay so let's say you purchased the house for 250 the market crashed now your house is worth 150 so you basically lost 100 grand but if you look at it on the bright side you're able to purchase a ton of properties cheaper now. Instead of purchasing properties for 250, now you can buy a bunch of properties for 150, a bunch of properties for 100. Okay? There's always a negative and positive to everything that happens. Uh, I guess that would be the number one lesson for this podcast, if you want to take that. Uh, but anyway, let's see. Okay, this statement here really. I think is stupid. He said on his website, berniesanders.com. It is unacceptable that more than 50 years after the passage of the Fair Housing Act, people still face housing discrimination based on their race, sex, gender, religion, country of origin, or disability. This has got to end. We must strengthen and expand the Fair Housing Act and increase enforcement to eliminate housing discrimination, which is still uh, pervasive throughout the United States. That's a big load of BS. The reason why 
is because money talks. If you have money for a house, you're going to get a house. Realtors don't care. Loan officers don't care. All they care about is cutting their check. You know, the only reason you're getting discriminated is probably because you want affordable housing. You want to purchase that $300,000 home, but you only have, a, um, you know, and uh, you only have a prequel for, you know, 200. There's no way you can buy that house because it's out of your spending limits. I don't know. I think the way Bernie Scandals is coming at this approach is is kind of the scare tactic you know making and he's really going um against minorities here i would say Uh, as a minority myself i have not faced any discrimination based on my race based on my gender religion nothing like that and the reason why is because i know who i am as a person you know i know what i'm worth You know, if someone talks down to me, that's fine. I'll just go to someone else. You know, they can think what they think. I don't care. But I'll go to someone else and I'll just keep living my life. Keep trying to progress. You know? And I think this is a big lesson that we have to learn from this. Is, you know, all these things that he he promises are basically handouts. You know, they're freebies. They're, They're ways to actually stop you from progressing. It's about time that people take ownership of their own lives. Don't expect anything from anyone. Don't expect any freebies in life. You got to learn to improve yourself. You got to rely on just yourself. And, you know, do what you got to do. We're not babies. You are not a baby. Okay? You shouldn't expect to get anything from the government. If you're happy around tax season because you're going to get a few a few bucks from from the government then just right just from that right there I know that your men, your mental state is a little off okay because eventually you know the higher you make money the more money you make the higher bracket of of taxes that you have to pay and eventually well yeah eventually you have to pay taxes instead of instead of receiving checks right And it's something that Robert Kiyosaki said. He said that uh, most of the broke people that are living primarily in the U.S. expect something. Whereas most of the people who have money give, right? Broke people take, rich people give. And I see that as pretty true. Um, And I can tell just by all the stuff that Bernie Scandals is putting out there and all those people who want to basically give a bunch of freebies out they're targeting people who have a broke mindset that doesn't mean that you're broke yourself you just have a broke mindset okay and it's not about how much money you have how much money you make it's about how you spend the money you have okay if you're not able to spend a hundred bucks right now you're not going to be able to or invest 100 bucks we can say if you're not able to turn 100 bucks into 150 you're never going to be able to make you know that 100,000 turn into 150,000 that 1 million turn into you know 1.5 million it's just how you manage your money if you're not able to manage your money that you have right now having more money is not going to fix that okay 
if you're not able to progress your life right now, having a bunch of freebies from the government is not going to help you. You got to learn um, how to rely on yourself. You got to learn how to take ownership of your life. Okay. And that's one thing that I do not like from all this politics stuff is they're promising a bunch of stuff that really doesn't matter. Okay. They can promise, you know, to pay off all the student debt. How? How are you going to pay the student debt? By taxing everybody. It's just, there's always an opposite side to everything. It sounds super cool. It sounds super good. But there's there's always negatives to it. Okay. Anyway. Oh, I saw something actually. It was on Instagram, I want to say. Um, you know, I didn't go to college. So I don't know. I can't speak on this. But it was a girl that posted something. And she said, for the past couple years... I've been, you know, being frugal on my spending. I've been saving money. I've been paying my student debt. You know, I've been doing everything I can do to get my debt down. Um, And the same people that she went to college with are using their student debt to go on trips, to go on vacations, uh, you know, buying new cars, doing all that stuff. Now, imagine if they get rid of all the student debt for everybody who has student debt right now. How do you think the people who have been putting in effort to pay off that debt would feel knowing that there's people out there who have been putting it off and just using that money to do fun stuff instead of paying it off i think they would be upset for the most part that it's cool that their debt's going to be paid off but you know they wasted a bunch of years they could have just been partying and doing whatever like everybody else anyway it's a little off topic but The point of this whole thing is that if you are looking to invest in property, if you're looking to flip some properties, if you're looking to be an investor, this is going to be a direct effect on how much money you make. Okay. And remember, I think Bernie Scandals, I saw something with the full amount of tax that he wants to take out from people's income. So the more money you make, the more taxes you have to pay. I think that's stupid as well. Just make it a flat rate. You know, it doesn't matter if you make $1,000 a week or $100,000 a week. If you pay 10%, you know, we're going to be fine. Don't tax the richer people more because they make more money. That's just not fair. You know, what's the point of of getting rich if all your money is going to be taken away? It just takes away that drive in or that drive to make money, you know? And I saw, um, I don't know if this, it kind of kind of made sense in my head, but from 9 million to 10 million i think the tax went from like 50% to 80% or something like that and you know what's the point of making that extra million if you're going to pay more in taxes and make less money than the guy who's making 9 you know just because you make 1 million more it just doesn't make sense so basically the whole lesson of this podcast is Take ownership of your own life. Don't expect any freebies. Don't expect anybody to give you anything. Work on yourself. Work on your career. Work on making a little bit more money. Work on educating yourself a little bit more. Whether that's through school or self-education. The more you know, the more people you know, um, the better you're off you're going to be in life. Okay? And I'm going to say this one more time. I don't care about politics. I'm not, you know, saying I don't like it this or i don't like that i just don't like the specific thing that bernie scandals is putting out and i don't really like anything he puts out because it's taking away that ownership from people it's taking away that 
responsibility we have to progress our own lives. That's my whole thought on that. And to continue this podcast, actually, you know what? I'm going to end it there. So remember to stay positive, stay happy. Remember to get your money up, not your funny up. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Lion's Den podcast. <laughs>